your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And now we have calling in. Yeah, we've got Joe Concha. I uh, like Joe Concha. Joe is the best Fox News contributor, media analyst, columnist for The I, Messenger. I watch him every day when Cudlow's on. And he was just on. And and boy, we are talking about the Trump speech, Joe. And when the media cut away, this happened in Iowa. He declares victory. That was a huge victory. He starts talking about the border. The media cuts away and says, oh, we're fact-checking this. Uh, he's talking anti-immigrant because he's talking about securing the border. They did it last night, Joe. What is going on? And here's the best part. After that, they said, we have to fact-check Trump. We have to protect our audience from lies. And coming up next hour, Adam Schiff and Michael Avenatti. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I missed no, that part. No, no, oh, sense of, no sense of irony there, huh? Oh, my goodness. That is a cl- You know what's amazing, though, Joe? It is so shameful. Here is somebody, how, wherever you are on the political spectrum, and he just won a major primary at both times. This happens in Iowa, of course. The caucus, this one. And they cut away like they are the barometers of truth. That, to me, they have not learned anything after the Hunter Biden debacle. How, how about Russia I collusion? Love- yeah, Russia collusion, exactly. After Iowa, Trump starts talking about the border and talking about an invasion. And it is an invasion. There, there's nothing in terms of language there that is inaccurate. When you're talking about 7.5 million people coming into this country since Joe Biden took office, there are 38 U.S. states that don't have a total population of 7.5 million. And we see what's happening in New York, guys, right? Sanitation being cut. And we have libraries being cut, education being cut, New York City police officers and their budget being cut because we're taking care of these folks. It exhausts budgets. Oh, by the way, terrorists are coming across the border, according to the FBI terror watch list. Not my opinion again. These are facts. And and the fact that they had to hide their audiences from what is, I think, the most important issue going into this election, which is immigration and the border and the national security crisis and humanitarian crisis and fentanyl crisis that we are experiencing as a country. And the fact that CNN, MSNBC say, no, we're going to protect our audience from this in the most sanctimonious way possible shows you that it's no longer about journalism. It's activism, guys. Joe, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. You think they're going to block out the uh, the hearings on the uh, impeachment of that's a good question. Yeah, well, of course. No, no, no. They'll, they'll, they'll bring you updates as it occurs. Meanwhile, the January 6th committee, which didn't allow any cross-examination of any witnesses, that was 24-7 live on all networks. And that's just the double standard that is happening here. Now, here's the good news. Nobody trusts the messenger anymore. I remember before the 2016 election, the Hill, where I was working at the time as a reporter, we did an analysis of the 59 largest newspapers in the country, and 57 of those 59 endorsed Hillary Clinton. And that got her, let's see, a set of steak knives and a concession speech. In other words, no one cares what the media is telling you anymore. In fact, it could be a positive thing for Donald Trump when you have this sort of media blackout, because quite frankly, these guys, it, it's clear now, it's us against them in terms of media on the Democrat side and Republicans 
being the beneficiaries of no one trusting the messenger, if that makes sense. So where, is it going to be like this for the rest of the campaign? I mean, that this yeah. is what I'm wondering, because there's obviously going to be a lot of other moments. There's a lot more caucuses. You got, you know, first of all, you got South Carolina primary, then you got Super Tuesday. There's a lot of biggies. And is it is this the par for course? And I cannot believe that they would say this is the number one issue. You know, not just how you feel, Joe, but if you look at the polls from Iowa and also New Hampshire, it surpassed economy overwhelmingly that people carry about the border. So what they're going to block the American audience from their concerns? Well, you know, let's define block, right? In other words, when we were growing up and when I grew up in, in, in New Jersey, I, I, we had, you know, the rabbit ears and I hate to date myself, but it, it was, you know, the early eighties in essence when I started watching television and you had uh, channel seven, channel two, channel four, channel five, channel nine, channel 11. Uh, now you have, 1,000 channels, 5,000 channels, radio stations like WABC, uh, you have podcasts that are far more popular in some cases than the cable news networks. So I think the, the playing field, along with social media, has been evened in the sense where the media, so to speak, whether it be MSNBC and CNN, no one's watching those networks. So how much influence can they really have? And I, I think that, you know, in the end, it comes down to the message. And Donald Trump has the message right now in terms of the border, in terms of the economy, in terms of energy independence, in terms of crime, in terms of foreign policy. All I know is from 2017 to 2021, the world was a relatively calm place. And now it feels like it's on fire because it is on fire because Joe Biden is president. So as far as the issues that people feel and see and vote on, Donald Trump seems to have the advantage right now, guys. No question. All right. Joe Concha, thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you.